Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Hip Hop Housewife podcast. I'm your host, Miss Right Now. That's my IG handle, or you guys that know me in real life, uh, Danny, Danny S. So I'm glad everybody's back tuning in. We have a lot to talk about. First of all, I want to say thank you so much to all of the support that I'm getting on Instagram from my followers, new and old people that I know in real life that we follow each other on Instagram, whomever. If you've been a positive supporter, I really appreciate it thus far, and I just want to keep the momentum going. We're all about love at this podcast, so... Thank you so much for the love, the encouragement, the motivation. Keep listening. Tell a friend. And um, we're just going to continue to bring you that heat. So today is Sunday. It's beautiful outside, beautiful weather here in New York City. And last night I watched the boxing match with my husband. I want to point out a lot of people don't realize this was a a historic boxing match because this was the first time in quite some time, uh, maybe since Mayweather and Sugar Shane fought, that two African-American uh, male boxers drew such a large, large and popular uh, fight draw to pay-per-view. So this was really good for boxing. Both fighters, um, Spence and Porter, are both just talented, dope, strong fighters in, in the ring. So it, it was a slugfest. It was about. And um, I really enjoyed watching it. But I wanted to point out that they made history with, um, with that fight. You know, it drew like such a, a large pay-per-view amount. And I'm sure they made tons of money. So shout out to those guys. So since we've last spoke, and if you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I have been still reviewing the Wu-Tang American Saga on Hulu. I'm loving the show. I have some separate podcast episodes coming with just reviews where I talk about the show. And you will not be disappointed. I'm a hip-hop head. I know my stuff. I love the Wu. So don't get me wrong. I'm going to be uh, unbiased. I'm, I'm not pulling any punches here or just being nice. I'm going to give the good and the bad. But the reviews are going to be great, and the show is just dope. Like I said, it does not disappoint. So please tune in if you haven't yet. But on another hip-hop note, I want to talk about a moment that made me so proud. Actually, two moments, and they both involve books. I love to read. Uh, I just learned that a writer that I love her work also have um, written for some of the same online publications that she has, is dropping a book. Kathy Iandoli, we used to both write for allhiphop.com, she is dropping a, a book dedicated to female hip-hop. Um, I believe some of it may detail like things about her writing career as well. It's not a tell-all or anything like that, but it's a really intelligent um Almost like, I don't want to say an anthology, but just a really dope look at and a dissection of female hip-hop in terms of body image, music styles, gender. And it's written by her. And she's a dope writer, somebody who really understands the culture and the music. She's worked with Prodigy on books. And um, she's just dope. The book is called God Save the Queens. It drops October 22nd. Please go cop that book. I'm so excited for Kathy, and I'm just excited for a book to finally be written about women in hip-hop. 
from a woman's perspective and it also explores not just the golden era and the old school but present day with like nikki cardi meg the stallion and um you know the new artists that are coming up too so we get to take a look at their contributions and um and their style and that sort of thing so i'm excited for that also secondly and and definitely you know this is also equally as important Rakim has dropped his first book and it is a part memoir slash uh hip-hop book if you've ever read like um born to born to use mics by i believe it's uh michael eric dyson he wrote a book about nas it wasn't a memoir but it was more about a dissection of the lyrics and things of that nature the rock him book is called um sweat the technique <laughs> aptly titled because he's been influencing many for years for decades so yes sweat his technique and um it's part memoir it is a little bit about his life, but it also uh, dives into the music, his thought process behind certain songs, talks about he and Eric B's career together, um, his stint over at Aftermath. I mean, it, it's going to tell so much. We already know Rakim is a private dude anyway, so this, I'm looking forward to cracking this one open. He did a short but great interview on Wendy Williams. And if you follow me on Instagram, at the Hip Hop Housewife on Instagram, you'll see I posted a really heartfelt post about that interview. I'm just really proud of not only him, but Wendy. And to just see them on that couch together was a great moment for hip hop. It wasn't her first time having rappers on the show. You know, she's had Havoc from Mob Deep. When Prodigy died, she um she gave like a special interview with Havoc. But I love how Wendy is a master at mixing her mainstream pop culture audience and those topics, fashion, gossip, reality TV, uh, news stuff. And she mixes it with her hip-hop roots. You know, we all know Wendy got her start on the radio. She's rubbed elbows and worked alongside the likes of Red Alert and Frankie Crocker and Funk Flex and Mr. C and all of these revered people in black radio and, and, and black music. Wendy's also in the Smithsonian. I don't know if you guys know that. But um, she's done a lot. And, and aside from how you might feel about her lover or her hater, her accomplishments cannot be denied. And it makes me proud when she brings guests like Rakim and Havoc and she stays true to her hip-hop roots and she does it in a way that's very authentic and respectful to the culture so shout out to Wendy for that and um, we love her and Rakim both and I'm so excited and so happy for him he had a book event at Powerhouse Arena in Brooklyn on I think um maybe Wednesday or no Tuesday the 24th of September and it was sold out so that is wonderful for him. So keep keep going. He also did um a book event at the Schomburg in Harlem. Shout out to Uptown. And I know that was so dope, so amazing. Um I didn't get a chance to make it to those. I have to work, but I I was just so proud. I was like a proud mom. Love love my hip hop uh accomplishments and my seeing my hip hop pioneers and living legends do big things. Um on to some more positivity. So um, I want to talk about sisterhood a little bit uh, in the same vein as um, being proud and seeing people unify and come together to celebrate milestones and moments. And also, you know, the female hip hop, the God Save the Queens book deals with sisterhood, too. I want to talk about 
earlier in the month, um, there was a day that stood out to me because it was such a special day where I had about five different women from all different walks of life, didn't know each other, you know, just people I ran into throughout the day, just showed me such solidarity and such sisterhood. And um, if you know me, I am a girl's girl. I'm always a woman's woman. I'm, you know, a bit of a loner. I'm friendly, but I, I kind of keep my circle close. I don't have a huge, huge, huge amount of friends, but I'm very friendly and I know a lot of people. But I've always been a woman's woman. I'm not one of those women that has the attitude of, you know, I don't fuck with other women or I don't rock with, you know, female friends. I've always, you know, been pro-woman and pro-woman's friendships, you know. I don't tolerate no BS, but at the same time, you know, I do believe in in sisterhood and, and female friendships, positive ones. But anyway, this particular day, um, I had I already have a long commute and I had a even longer commute because I had to go to class that night to an unfamiliar part of the city that um, I wasn't uh, aware of. And on one part of my commute, there was a young lady on the train. We had a nice long talk about sneakers and raising kids. And um, she was very helpful and just very positive, gave me some tips on how to get to where I was going that ended up being very helpful. Another young lady on the second part of my commute to this place, she was super helpful and kind, um, didn't know me from a can of paint, neither one of them, and just very helpful and kind. You know, maybe I gave off good energy or I don't know what it was, but just were were very warm and kind and helpful and, you know, sis, are you good? You need anything? You know where you're going? You're all right. And not in a condescending way, just very nice. Um, also, earlier that day, I had a co-worker at work. Um, we had just started back to work and she brought me a gift. Totally unexpected. I mean, we do help each other out and we do things for each other, you know, and celebrate each other's birthdays and little things like that. But this was totally unexpected. Um, the gifts she brought me were beautiful. And um, I really appreciated that because anytime somebody thinks of me, I appreciate it. You know, people don't have to think of you. I have a million things going through my mind on my schedule all throughout the day. So, you know, it's, it's hard for me to sometimes remember everything I have to do without the help of a planner. So for somebody to take their time and money to uh, show me appreciation, I love that. Um, there was another young lady in the uh, class I went to who we ended up sharing an Uber on the way home and we talked. She was super cool. We vibed on the fact that we're in the same profession and we talked about a lot of the things we have in common. And also uh, the professor of the class, just a really warm, understanding lady. She understood about, you know, the long way that I have to travel. She was very accommodating and cooperative and just very nice, you know, and um, all women. So it just made me feel like once I uh, started the podcast, I wanted to make a point to talk about that particular day and point out that there are still one, good people in the world, and two, women can get along. Um, with the media, you know, with, especially with reality TV, we're often fed that narrative that women can't get along. Women can get along, you know. Um, yeah, we, we have uh, some some different uh, nuances and different idiosyncrasies as far as our personalities and the way we're set up as, you know, people. 
but we can get along just as equally as men. Women can be loyal to each other. Women can look out for each other, be ride or die. And I've had examples of that in my life. You know, I've also had examples of the opposites of that. However, that's just life. You know, I don't think it's a woman thing. I think it's a people thing. And when you find good people, you cherish them, you appreciate them, you love on them. And, um, you know, you, you try to hold on to that as best as you can. I remember years ago, over a decade ago, before I moved to New York City, um, I was leaving a job that the people at the job really loved me. I loved them. We got along great. I worked well. But this opportunity to move to New York arose, and I could not pass it up. And, um, you know, everybody knew my last day was coming, and I would be leaving the job and getting ready to move away. And unbeknownst to me, they had, one, taken up a collection of money for me um, to send me off right as a gift to, you know, for, for my accomplishment in moving and securing another job in a new state. I uh, had a little party for me at work, a surprise party, bought me a cake, cards, all that kind of stuff. And this was a office of women. We had like maybe one or two men, not a lot. And it was... um. It was women, all women of color, too, you know, and on top of it, it was a women-populated profession. A lot of our clients in that uh, business, that organization, it was a nonprofit, were women. So it was another testament um, to why I'm pro-women and pro-women friendships and women's solidarity because I know these things ex exist. So, you know, we might see on Basketball Wives the women beefing and all that sort of thing. But just remember out there, if you're having trouble with friendships, dealing with people, or even women on your job, um, to quote Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, who's also a personal hero of mine, look for the good. Um, always just look for the good. There's somebody out there. And if there's no good in, in a person that you could find, look for the good in an event, a day, a... Um, I don't know. Just look for the good because that is there is good out there that exists. And I just wanted to give you that testament as to why there is good still out here in the world. So with that said, I am going to get into my next topic that I want to talk to you guys about. Basically, I posted on Instagram, and I didn't get a chance to tell you because it was a surprise, but I was getting a treatment at a spa, and I wanted you to listen to the next podcast to find out why, because it was a bit of a shocker. So, drum roll, please. I got a butt facial, okay? So, before you say, oh, what is that? Yuck, yuck, yuck. No, it was not yucky at all. It was relaxing and I think it is something that women and even men should add to their personal self-care routine um first of all it's just like a facial for your face and if you suffer from like acne or have oily skin just like you could get a back facial or anything like that um this is right up your alley I think it was just great to do and not as a treat or a one-time thing but something great to do just as part of your personal hygiene and self-care. So it was done similarly to the way a facial would be done. Um, cleansing, scrubbing was the first part. They use like a scrub on you in that area. Um, the room is, you know, dark and like if you were going to get a, get a massage, except for like the lights that are on so the, the um, person giving the treatment can see. 
Um, they do do extractions, so there were extractions done if you need those. Um, a glycolic acid mask is also put on the skin, so you can remove any further impurities as well as uh, clear up any blemishes or you know things that that are wrong with your skin. Then a hydrating mask is put on in order to treat the skin because we know the glycolic acid can be a little abrasive sometimes. And a hot towel takes off the hydrating mask and then they give you a little light moisturizing treatment that you just lay and relax and keep that on for about three to five minutes. So overall, the treatment took about, I would say maybe 25 to 30 minutes tops, not a lot. It was um, not a lot of time, very relaxing, and as I said, I would recommend it. I went to a wonderful, wonderful spa, Haven Spa, which is um, in Manhattan on Mercer Street. The name of the treatment is not called butt facial. <laughs> it's called Baby's Bottom, if you're interested in it, and I think it was great. So I can't wait to uh, post some, you know, little pics of the spa, not of me getting the treatment, but of the spa uh, in my Instagram story. So definitely check that out. But yes, that was the surprise that uh, I was alluding to on my IG page, the secret spa treatment that I got. Yes, a butt facial. Um, and butt acne is a problem for people. Listen, I'm keeping it 100. You know, your face, your skin, you, your skin is the largest organ on your body, you know, and you're going to break out and you don't just break out on your face or your chest or the front of your body. Sometimes you may get a pimple on your butt, your arm, your elbow, your back. Like if you have skin, it's going to happen, you know, and there's hair follicles there that get clogged. There's oil. So why not? Also, if you get ingrowns a lot, if you uh, wax, do a smooth uh, uh, facial, excuse me. They have a facial um, for your uh, private regions, you know, your vagina, the uh, peach smoothie Haven also offers that. And I, you know, I, I stand by that. Those are great things to do. I mean, as you get older, your skin changes, your body changes, and you got to take care of those things. Um, moving forward. So as I said, last podcast, we talked a little bit about, um, self-care and, my therapist has officially retired. She retired on Tuesday. That was her last session, uh, not just with me. That was her last session of the week. And she was retired as of Wednesday. It was a good session. We talked. Um, it was like any other regular session. There was there was no, um, you know, nothing culminating. We just talked like regular and um, plan to keep in touch. But I'm looking forward to the new self-care that I have planned, which is continuing with the mindful meditation and also doing some breathwork meditation. When my blog uh, debuts soon, you guys will see some of the meditation experiences that I've had, and I talk about those, and they're wonderful. They're worth giving a try. Uh, I'm also looking forward to returning to the gym as I said balancing the gym with all of the other things I have going on work school family and um check out my playlist for the gym I have some awesome awesome playlists that I use that keep me motivated and um keep me from getting bored and of course they're hip-hop what else would they be you know there's some soul and you know other music thrown in there too but gotta keep my hip-hop to keep me motivated and moving but yeah uh, the last day was cool. So um, 
it was kind of like a closing of a chapter, but the birthing of a new one. So I'm looking forward to uh, self-care now in the form of socializing with friends. Like I said, meditation, breath work, um, physical movement, and also continuing with um, with the treatments, you know, going to get facials, massages. All those things can be forms of self-care as well, um, in addition to stuff you do at home, like journaling and that sort of thing, meditation in your house, even just sitting outside in nature uh, is good too. You know, having a cup of tea, drinking it just without any distractions or interruptions, reading a book, those sort of things without distraction or interruption. Just doing nothing can also be forms of self-care. So I'm looking forward to ramping up that as well. Uh, Oh, one more thing I forgot. So a product that I am currently crushing on and loving is this oil. It's a uh, face and body oil with grapeseed extract. It's called Fur. It's made by a company called Fur, F-U-R. And um, it is intended for uh, oil to use down in your you know, private region after you get a wax. But it can also be used... Um, on your face if you have like um spot treatment for acne or anything like that but i love it it's made by a woman owned and operated company called fur here in new york and um i'm currently loving it i've been using it for about maybe five days so far and i love it you know i definitely love it when i use it on hair on my skin it's very lightweight the smell is delicious it doesn't leave a lingering smell. It's like just enough. So I would check that out um, if you get a chance or if you are a person that gets uh, Brazilian waxes a lot or, you know, just want to try it out for, you know, more delicate areas of skin on your body that are not your arms or legs because of course it's not used for that it's more for like your private regions or like face or smaller areas on your your skin try out fur it's really good outside of that the last thing hip-hop related uh thing I want to touch on Kanye West so I just learned that Kanye is only doing gospel now um according to a chicago insider uh music insider who um gave these uh these um tweets or posts online um kanye's new album jesus is king supposed to drop on the 29th today uh it was supposed to drop the 27th but it didn't but um the music will be all gospel, but this music industry insider is saying that the beats will be reminiscent of um, 808s and Heartbreak, and also that Kanye is going to be reuniting the clips, brothers uh, Pusha T and Malice. Now, I do remember Malice um, turning his life over to the church and being um, into God and that sort of thing. I think he um, officiated Pusha T's wedding, I might be wrong, last summer, I'm not sure, but we shall see. Kanye is a genius and a master on those beats. So I think whether he's doing gospel or hip hop, you know, he it's going to be fire. I didn't care for that production he did on that last Nas album. He he left me hanging. That that Nas album was, you know, could have used a little bit more. But um, we shall see. Uh, and also Nas just dropped the Lost Tapes. Uh, what was it? End of August. Be middle 
towards like the middle end of August, maybe going into September. So uh, that was a lot better than the album he did with Kanye, in my opinion. But you got to listen for yourself and check it out. So on that note, I'm going to sign off. Thank you as always for listening. Please check me out on Instagram at the hip hop housewife. And also uh, follow us, listen on Anchor FM, and we are on Spotify as well. Check out the podcast, The Hip Hop Housewife. I'm signing off. Thank you again for rocking with me as always. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves and peace and love.